Hey guys, it's Jack and Miles. Uh, just checking in to let you know what you're about to hear. Not a standard episode of the show. These are our uh, year-end, uh, year-end review and holiday-themed episodes. So if you're new to the show, uh, you know you can check back in the catalog uh, for what the normal episodes sound like, uh, and you can listen to this for our thoughts on the year. Uh, and we're back beginning of January with all new episodes. And I can't wait to talk to y'all then. Bye. Hello, the internet, and welcome to this very special holiday edition of The Daily Zeitgeist! Oh my goodness, Santa! Uh, I'm Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Potatoes O'Brien. Uh, I should have had a holiday-themed one. Uh, that's the conclusion that I'm drawing right now. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! Oh, 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 it's Miles, a.k.a. Jolly St. Spliff! Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> oh, that actually hurts my whole back to try and speak that. To try and do that? You're also like yeah. poking your whole torso forward. Well, you have bit. to, little Jack. <laughs> uh, and wrong. we're also joined uh, today by the super gang. producers, super's mm. producer, uh, DJ Daniel. It's your boy, DJ Daniel. It's your boy, Anna DJ Claus. <laughs> Anna, we said Anna Claus. Oh, my bad. I got confused. <laughs> well, I guess we'll do it again. From the top. Love it. From the top. Hello. Oh, what so a guys, time. What, what a, a time, time to be alive. Uh, the time, in fact, is the holidays. Indeed. Uh, and we wanted to just kind of do our annual uh, check-in with the holiday spirit. Uh, Whatever that As reflected by uh, streaming content uh-huh. and, and film. Uh, I watched it. a couple of holiday movies, one by my lonesome and one with the children's yesterday to just get me steeped. Uh, but I think <laughs> good word in, choice. Thank you. Very uh, in a steeped in a hot <laughs> mug of cocoa. Mm. Hell yeah. So, Miles, you wanted to kind of talk about the overall alchemy of, of holiday well, films. What makes yeah, them work? Yeah, what makes them. It. I mean, this kind of happened because I think just organically, I'm always, I can't stop watching holiday films. They're just so, I don't know, there's something about it that I can't just put down. You are and, a Hallmark Christmas movie queen. You know, as they say, a Hallmark hoe, you know, uh, yes. sometimes just because I'm out here for all the days of Christmas that they put out there. And it's just like, a, I don't know, I feel like it's a cultural phenomenon and everyone kind of brings their own thing to it. And I want, rather than just being like, these are movies that suck or are good, I, you know, I really wanted to just like kind of, you know, vibe everybody out on the topic because Jack, you sent an article around from Esquire that was counting down like the top 57 Christmas films of all time. Now, I don't know why that number is such, uh, but right. like, it's interesting how they, like how Esquire will choose to talk about it versus how I might want to talk about it. So I think on some level... In this list, the number one film is It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Just because I guess it's the like de facto thing that will always be on TV. Um, they seem to be going broad with this list. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I noticed like at the towards the top of the list, like in the high 50s, like some of the newer ones were in there, like A Christmas Prince. That was a Netflix film from a couple of years ago, which is not a good movie. 
That's but what it's I more, hear. I hear it's very bad. Yeah, but it's in the it it's in the vein of like what I like as a Christmas film, which is like very predictable bullshit. Not right. like some good movie that has to do with like the Christmas spirit. And it's funny because when they write about it in their article, you can just tell like the point of view on it, which is um, a Christmas prince is one of Netflix's first forays into the Christmas genre. And upon first glance, it's full on Christmas garbage. But if you really sit back and let go of the fact that you can literally, uh, you can call literally every twist and turn, then you come to realize that A Christmas Prince is actually the perfect Christmas movie. There's no plot to follow or anything. It's just full on Christmas spirit, blah, 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 blah. So like the perspective that they have, I feel like is one that I feel is what all Christmas films should be. But that's why I want to ask everybody, you know, this one, they're saying like, don't worry if it's bullshit. But I'm like, isn't that what a Christmas movie is? But we all we're all bringing different things to this thing. There's hmm. something super powerful about the iconography around, like seeing holiday decorations in a Christmas movie is, like, it's just its own genre, kind of, um, to the point that when they made a slasher movie, Silent Night, Deadly Night, it was pulled from American theaters for having like a Santa Claus figure that was a killer just because, and like that wow. shouldn't be the case. It's not like that's, uh, you know, a, a sacred religious figure, but it's just such a core part of like American tradition that they were just like, no, we can't let, <laughs> let this even reach people's eyeballs. Like, <laughs> even people who would pay to see it. But yeah, there, there's just something powerful that, allows you to get away with i feel like <laughs> you you can get away with more it's it's almost like it's a level of pornography where it's just like there's christmas mise en scene and right. the storytelling can can be and oftentimes uh is preferably uh somewhat predictable and not too like avant-garde right you're just purely there for the vibe Daniel, Anna, what, well, like, what, what defines a movie for y'all because you know it seems like esquire on one hand is like what has the spirit I'm like, what is the thing I can tune out the most that just is flashy Christmas lights? What what is it to y'all? Uh, for me, it's pure nostalgia. Right. In what sense? Like that you that has to be old. Like the only Christmas movies you fuck with are the old ones. Or no, it usually has to have like Tim Allen or Arnold Schwarzenegger. In it. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> that's two okay. movies. That's yeah. Jingle All the Way and the Santa Claus. And, and I those, salute those. I salute those. And those, those are, are the two movies I brought in to discuss today. Okay, Dan, what about you? Guide to Christmas movies. It's <laughs> just like a, a list of a hundred that she's like sucks. No Arnold Schwarzenegger. And Tim what Allen. is this? Pretty simple. Is Arnold? I'm a simple woman. <laughs> a respectable man doll. Dan, what um, about you? I feel similarly uh, in the sense that I believe it's about nostalgia. Um, I find that the more and more Christmas movies that comes out, it's just redundant and I don't care. Um, at mm. the same time, like Charlie Brown Christmas will never be replaced. I feel the same way about Jingle All the Way. Uh, those are just, those, I will watch those movies a hundred times over rather than watching whatever the newest Christmas whatever is. That's right. My, and I admit that's a hater take, but that's where I'm at with it. There's no haters. You know, if you love the holidays, then you love the holidays. That's what you got to focus on. Yeah. Right. 
Mm-hmm. But that is some hater shit. I'm not. Gonna <laughs> yeah. Honestly, uh, why are you, you even really, on the show? Just, Get the fuck you, out of here. You should have warned us if you're going to bring that <laughs> just excrement into the show like that. Uh, but no, like the other thing is, I think I love the shitty ones specifically because it feels like I'm a kid again and there's no school. So I get to watch TV like at one in the afternoon and it's just bullshit TV that like doesn't make sense to me because I'm used to not being at. I don't know. There's like this sensation of the non-movie movie that yeah. is interesting because it's also like the just kind of being it being on in the background i think is also like another holiday texture to me is that there's the screen is strobing with like christmas trees and lights and gifts and whatever and mm-hmm. then you're just talking to people you're eating you're drinking and it's not necessarily that it's the focal point but rather like enjoying the time off in the surroundings and i just consider that a vital element to like the environment And let's go to break real quick before we get to that. And we're back. I do have to say, I was kind of in that boat uh, as a young man, Uh, uh, many, many a year ago, like after I had kind of gone through the phase of my Christmas movie uh, life as a child and then, you know, didn't have kids yet. I was just like, yeah, whatever, just the old ones that I saw. But now that I'm having to watch new Christmas movies, I do think there are ways that they've like stepped it up a little bit. Uh, Like the, the Grinch in particular is like one of the ones that's on my list. And also I just watched with my kids last night, the Christmas Chronicles 2. Uh, in which Kurt Russell is Santa Claus, uh, yeah. and Goldie Hawn is uh, Mrs. Claus. But they, one thing they've done in both of these is like they create these, like the village, uh, where the Who's live, or Santa Claus town, wherever the fuck Santa Claus. <laughs> uh, the North <laughs> Pole, Jack. Right. I think it's called yeah. the North Pole usually. No, but it, they have like a specific, I think it's called like Santa Claus village or something, but mm, uh, right. it, it's like this giant, like Christmas light, Christmas tree, Rube Goldberg, like everyone's sledding everywhere, everything. Like there's giant toy factories, like weaving throughout. Like it's, it's, they've put a lot of like visual imagination into it. Whereas like, my childhood version of Christmas movies or like the North Pole uh, was just, you know, uh, them putting uh, things that were in present shaped boxes on a conveyor belt. Like it wasn't right. uh, the that like visually uh, stunning. Did you see uh, just for people who have seen the Christmas Chronicles, too? I was really upset at the character arc of Bellsnickel. The evil elf, yeah, who suddenly just became like a puppy at the end, even though he was trying to completely fuck Christmas up. I mean, that could be a whole Hmm. other episode, dude. Spoiler alert, yeah. (laughs) Well, he doesn't literally become a puppy. That would be funny though. You're like, he became a puppy. (laughs) So, there are two very uh questionable decisions. Well, one that I'm gonna focus on that I I was curious if it uh jumped out to you, Miles. Did, Mm -hmm. Did so, there's a quick interlude where they're sent back in time. Uh, so that she can, uh, the little child who is having trouble uh, yet again w- mm-hmm. with her Christmas spirit, um, it <laughs> goes back and hangs out with her father when he's 13. Uh, yeah. Now, the one thing you generally don't want your children's movie to raise in your audience's <laughs> mind yep. is the question of why the main characters didn't stop 9-11. 
Uh, <laughs> but that's it's yeah, so man. they send her you back to 1990, <laughs> but it's at Logan Airport where the fucking where the planes took off like 10 years before 9 11. And they're like, Santa Claus and this girl are back there. And I don't know, it's such a strange decision to set it at Logan Airport, like, right? With and all also, these like, planes. kind of dark to be like, oh, your dead parent, too. Yeah, like, let's also have that. I mean, a lot of Christmas <laughs> films have that, but. Uh, also, you know, shout out to Darby Camp, who is the little girl in that, who's also Homegirl's daughter in Big Little Lies. She's Chloe in Big Little oh, yeah. Lies. Yeah, that's Fantastic right. Fantastic performance. Very good. Very Fantastic. good performer. Yeah. All right. So, Daniel, Anna, what are your top movies? Um, I'm I'm gonna like re I'm gonna back off a little bit on my hater take from earlier when I said Charlie Brown oh, Christmas. I think please. that put I think that put a lot of my emphasis on like <laughs> Christmas movies from my childhood, but. Elf is another one that is just an absolute classic to me. I yeah. love that movie entirely. I think that might be my favorite Christmas movie. It's Damn. great. It's a great. It's a great one. I, I think. Why Will do you? Ferrell. I mean, I think it's fun and yeah. it's interesting. And James Caan being his dad is funny great. to me, but like hilarious. What is it for you? What's happening in the film that you are? It's resonating with you on the vi- vibration of Christmas. Um. So I'm a big movie hater. Uh, uh-huh. In general, not that Famously. I hate movies. I just like I'm so tired of every trope. Every trope sucks to me. So uh, when it comes to Christmas movies, if the movie is about Christmas, I'm not with it. But if the movie is is the movie surrounds like a Christmas uh, scenario, mm-hmm. but the movie is about something else, kind of that brings me more in. Damn. And right. I love Will Ferrell. I'm, the right. story itself is like, you know, at least an interesting take. You have snowball fights you got ninjas you got everything Mm -hmm. peter dinklage that movie that movie's a winner yeah it's just a good comedy that also is wrapped wrapped as a christmas present i I love tropes you know that like clearly because i like them i'm I'm hooked on that tropium baby you know what i mean (laughs) uh i can't i can't put it down and tropium den tropium um, I guess I should give some context as to why I've only ever seen two movies, which is Jingle <laughs> Santa Claus. Uh, uh, Anna is because... a bad elf who Santa cursed to only yeah. watch Bell Snickle over here. Genuinely never seen any other film ever. Um, <laughs> but it's because I did not. My parents are Muslim, or my mom is Muslim, my dad's secular, but we didn't celebrate Christmas growing up. Right. Like, right. there, it was like my parents around the holidays would like give us gifts because they were like, well, I guess you need something or you'll cry forever. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, that's the energy they were. Comparatively us. speaking, I guess we should do something relatively the same. <laughs> yeah. My mom was like, trees are messy and smelly. We're not doing that. <laughs> Whoa. Um, look, I had a great childhood, just years yeah. of therapy to fix it. But, um, so basically every movie we watched is someone my father thought was funny. So yes, I've seen, okay, I, I look, I've seen Danny DeVito movies. Okay. I'll admit uh. that. So Arnold Schwarzenegger, Tim Allen, these are hit makers in my father's eyes. Okay. So, makers. Anna, <laughs> so they never miss. They yes. never miss. Yeah, no, 100%. They don't. Have you seen Twins? Come on. That's What about Junior? Arnold Schwarzenegger Rick gets Rubin, pregnant in that one. Okay. Arnold Schwarzenegger, hit makers. Yes. Right. <laughs> um, and I will say the only other thing my dad watches is Gunsmoke and Golden Girls. Okay, that's it. I have zero cultural context for what? 90% of like any pop culture. So... 
So I only really watched the Santa Claus and Jingle All the Way. And that is, I only really saw Elf recently. Didn't even yeah. know that was a thing until mm. recently. I just knew, right. you know, there was this man. Because that was awkward when Will Ferrell was in the office and people were talking about Elf. And you're like, what's that? And he thought you were joking. And you were like, <laughs> yeah. no, what is that's a movie? And it was very, like we had to swoop yeah, in. Yeah, remember like, when, oh, no, he explained, with you, Will, with you. when he explained the pot, plot and I said, unrealistic. Danny DeVito's yeah. not in it. Unrealistic. <laughs> yeah. James yeah. Khan is your yeah. dad? I, no, and I literally said, no. perfect opportunity to cast Arnold Schwarzenegger. What are we doing? <laughs> and I would have watched DeVito. it. And the Peter Dinklage role. Come on. And now, or I've noticed something, Anna. You're talking about your dad and how it relates to Christmas. And those uh-huh. both of those films, are the father is the focal point about trying to do right by their kid or having a bit of a you know up and down relationship with mm-hmm. their child, but really trying to bring it home on Christmas. Is there anything to that for you? Damn. I mean... Are Not you to asking, read you down to the studs, but... Are you whoa. asking if my dad maybe picked up anything and learned anything from that? <laughs> I would say no, he didn't. <laughs> I still don't have a Turbo Man doll, and, no. but Sinbad is his best friend. So yes, also that. Sinbad, huge in my house as well. Oh, my dad man. loves Sinbad. Loves Sinbad. That's why I kind of would, between those two, I think I'd give Jingle All the Way the Edge over the Santa Claus because mm. Sinbad, just, there's so, that's such a good rivalry in that film. Yeah. yeah. True. So, Miles, what is your top Christmas movie? I feel like we're My, here talking quite, before the master well, uh, it all about dep- Christmas movies. So, I have to say, like, even though I like the bullshit ones, there are ones that I have to watch. Jingle All the Way is one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Because it's a movie, like, I, I as, like, when, oh, I think I was 12 or something when it came out, I was like, yo, Ma, drop me off at the AMC North 6 real quick. Hey. I'm going to catch a flick with Flick. Uh, and we saw this movie there. And it was like, I I really love that movie. That Bad Santa is another one because even though it's not really like oh, anything to Santa. do with Christmas tropes, like it's just so fucked up and weird and funny to me. Um, and does I, and I've talked about this in past episodes. Like it's just so it does the scumbag thing very elegantly. Yeah, uh, in my opinion. And now this is another uh, so. And my third one is Batman Returns, uh, Batman. which is a oh. very weird one. But at the wow. same time, I think it's because it's so snow centric, like yeah. on the visuals, that I am like, it, when I see it, it's it's very weird. It's an outlier for me, but I really fucking love that as a Christmas movie. And then yeah. I, and then there's just shit ones, like I can name infinite shit ones uh, if but, you want to watch like the Hallmark movies. And look, if look because there's. A lot, there's a lot more um, diversity in like trash movies now. Like we're getting more like LGBTQ stories, uh, like stories about families of color. Uh, there was New York Christmas Wedding that's on Netflix right now. That's about this woman who's about to have a wedding, but like a angel visits her and she goes back and t- like she lives in a parallel universe where she had actually like come out to her best girlfriend and expressed her love for her and they were a couple together and oh, they had a life filled with like happiness oh. and then she's like forced to choose at the end and it's really fucking weird and like a odd thought experiment to have in a christmas right. film which is like yeah. uh, what Whoa. and yeah it's it's very i mean look it's worth checking out because it's like it's interesting but it has like it's doing something definitely different uh yeah, so th- that that's sounds one like I- the identical plot to the one Hallmark movie that I've like actually sat through just in time for Christmas, where a woman like gets to live the life she would have had like in the future if she chose her career 
over her boyfriend right. and then like goes back and is like, but you should choose your boyfriend because you don't want to be a lonely old spinstress. Am I right, right. ladies? Yeah. Like, um, what? <laughs> anyway, Merry Christmas, huh? Let's get out of it. Roll credits. Wow. <laughs> uh, um, and there's another one too, because like there's even weird ones with uh, black cast. There's one called Holiday Rush with uh, Romani Malco, who plays like a radio DJ who's like a balling, but his wife is dead. Because they has that's a it's a trope, okay. Yeah. There's always a dead parent. You got the family, Yikes. but then he loses his radio job, and he still wants to have a good Christmas. So this family's like downsizing for the holidays, but he's also like trying to get back on top and getting his like back to his old roots as a radio DJ. There's just fucking there's it's infinite. Um, that's why I just more than anything, I encourage you to just have it on as like background. Like don't yeah. get too. That's why I think this Esquire list is like shit. You're gonna stare at and like actually take in as content versus a lot of for me it's like it's like wallpaper it's gift wrap for your tv mm. yeah mm. It, they have it's a wonderful life at number one i've never seen it's a wonderful life but i believe i've watched the entirety and the entirety of it through other movies because every yeah. other movie like it's always on tv always on i've never background. seen it uh yeah. yeah i heard it's all white people oh for no sure. i think it's just in black and white <laughs> okay. um, no, never seen that one. Did you guys is watch Arnold, uh, Happy Arnold Season? Arnold in that? <laughs> Arnold is yeah. in that. Wait, hold That's on. Is Arnold, Danny DeVito, or Tim Allen in this shit? <laughs> Who the fuck is Frank Capra? No, fuck that. <laughs> Though I will say, I have held uh, James Stewart's Oscar for that movie. Because his, uh, his daughter uh, is a gorilla scientist at UC Davis, and I cat sat her cats. Wow! Whoa! Yeah. And so, and she Oscar just casually film has is in the house. She just casually has his Oscars around. Hey That's guys, uh, before we get to all the reasons that is the wildest thing anyone's ever said, <laughs> uh, let, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. Do you guys have a like nightmarish Christmas movie that stands out to you as like Scrooge? Why? Oh wait, no. Oh, bad. Oh, I thought you meant like shit that felt like a nightmare, but it was Christmas. I was gonna say, why the nightmare before Christmas, my friend? Is Um, that a Christmas movie? Probably Santa Claus too. I was really surprised to see on this Esquire list, Polar Express made their top fifty-seven. That is, I mean, I know people have talked about how the eyes are dead, but it is honestly <laughs> one of the most uncanny, weird movies I've yeah, ever... Yeah, you always point to this as like being haunted by this film. Yeah, it's so strange. The eye, So obviously all the eyes are the eyes of like a dead corpse that has eyes. been... Doll's eyes. But they also... Do you you guys have read the original book, right? Polar Express. Oh, I mean, yes. Yeah, it's a classic. It's on my shelf right now. No. And well, wait. <laughs> oh, really? Was... No. It feels I'm like not. something people flipped through. Like if if you didn't read it, it was read to you. Like I never yeah. read it. I just remember being like my school library, and it was like the Polar Express, and I'm like, I'm picking my scabs, not paying attention. <laughs> wait, and the illustrations was... are like very uh, painterly and like pretty and. It's just about a kid who catches like a train is on a street in the middle of the night on Christmas Eve uh, and like takes him up to see Santa Claus. And it's very 
Like it's like having a warm cup of cocoa. Like that that's the vibes that it gives you. And they turned the, the movie version into like a 3D ride in which like the train is like doing like loops and like going off of cliffs and it's like a prolonged version of the uh of the train crash scene from The Fugitive. It's just like <laughs> what it also features uh, something that I, I just have to point out as the strangest voice performance in a movie that I've ever... <laughs> I, I, I sent you guys the link. Can you, can you yeah. just play that so I can... Who is this now? This is the main character? No, this is just a kid who like has glasses and is kind of the... Uh, his name in the credits is the know-it-all kid. Oh, um, wow. And okay. it's just so strange. Let's see. This is well, do ya? Actually, it's a Baldwin 284 S3 class Berkshire type steam LE. What the heck does that mean? That's okay. so this That's, is a what this, this is, is that a, a men film, in black character. That's right. amazing. It's a film where people it's not like everybody's doing a terrible Looney Tunes voice, like everybody right. speaks like a person. And then this dude rolls in. It's a it's apparently like a 50 year old voice actor who they were just like, make a kid nerd voice at gunpoint, and he had never tried before. Um, what it, year did this come out? It was like the 2000s, like the I'm Yeah, I'm looking at the sort of CG here, and I'm like, yo, this kind of looks like PlayStation 4. You know what I mean? Like it PlayStation's looks like doing a cut that scene. thing. It 2004, yeah, okay. Yeah, it looks like a cutscene from a video game. Um, hmm. And... Yeah, I I don't. It's Zemeckis, and he was like, "We are going to make it look exactly like the oil paintings in the uh, illustrated book," and they just woefully <laughs> missed the mark. Oh boy! Oh man! I just I I'm trying to think of like what like where the genre goes at this point because. It's weird. It sort of poisoned itself, at least the versions of the films I see, which are the ones Dan's talking about that we're just inundated with every year, where it's like right. 70 new versions of the same like agrarian versus urban America story. Right. And <laughs> there you go. like, I think it's also weird because it's just, it's sort of lack of flavor sort of became the flavor. Oh, if yeah. If that makes sense. You know what yeah, I mean? And then it's such a weird thing that in its lack of form, specificity, just fucking diversity that it's just like I don't know it's like this fucking thing it's not is it a movie it's like watching like the ghosts of our culture in a weird way yeah did you watch happiest season I did yeah I thought that was really good and yeah that was it, it wasn't like perfect or anything uh but it was Kristen Stewart's know. energy though is I don't know if it's right for a hot like she's it so brooding strange. she's yeah. so brooding that it truly, I guess that's the difference. Like it's a, it's a fine film that is based around Christmas. But for me, like it's a, but it was kind of funny at moments where it's sort of Kristen Stewart still keeping her Kristen Stewart energy, but in a holiday film. So it felt yes. like an SNL sketch at yes. times. Yes, yeah, it really did. <laughs> it, it felt like she was in a different movie. Uh, from yeah, from everyone else. What was going right. on around her? I still love watching her, like in everything. Uh, no, because she's so good. That's why I was watching, yeah. like. Yo, this is throwing me off because she's like haunted, and these right. other people are like. So, what's your family? What was your family like? And like, yo, this is so weird. This like feels like when there's like a real person in like Toontown or something, right? But they got so many of the details, like of like going home and like being with your 
uh, relatives and like you immediately return to like some dynamic from when you were in high school or whatever. And uh, <laughs> the the dad, for some reason, this really got me because it's something my dad does. But the dad knowing the name of the hostess at, at their restaurant and like calling her by her name. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like, no, this is great, Courtney. Thank you. <laughs> really got um, but it's totally like Mary Holland who wrote it, uh, co-wrote it with the director, um, so is good it. so good. And Dan Levy is so good in it. Um, yeah. Cause he just gets to be, do his Dan Levy thing. You know, it wasn't yeah. like, Hey, Dan Levy, just do this character. They're like, yo, just be you and just, just go where this takes you. Yeah. Yeah. But I, it, for people who don't know, it's a like movie with a, a uh, lesbian relationship at the core and one of the women goes home to her family and she hasn't come out to them yet and so uh her girlfriend has to pretend like she's her straight roommate right hilarity and Stewart's like character is her one of her qualities <laughs> is that she's a terrible liar <laughs> right so imagine Kristen Stewart who <laughs> like you know, like there's a joke in where Daniel Levy's like, "Have they never seen a gay person?" Yeah. Like when they're talking about Kristen they Stewart never and trying seen to play hello, right, right, so and like where suddenly they're like, "What's what were you? Who are you? Like, so who are you dating?" It's like, "Oh man, like this guy." Um, <laughs> yeah. he's so mad and, when, and so good. There's a great Dan Levy scene at the end where he's trying to bro down with a guy uh, <laughs> who he thinks is hot. But there's also a good runner on the on the trope that I wanted to bring back up of orphans, because uh, Kristen Stewart's right. parents died when she was 19, and they treat her like she is a orphan from a Disney film. Uh, they're like, "Oh, you've never had a Christmas before." Uh, but th- th- it's strange to me that, like, that's why I wonder if holiday movies are like one of the most American genres because it's like so specific to like um, things Americans are obsessed with such as like being an orphan. You have to have an orphan. Right. Uh, it's like our Eurovision. I feel right. like yeah, Where exactly. from outside. You're like, what the fuck is these fucking things suck. Yeah. People like this shit. And we're like, I don't know, man. Whoa. And as somebody who wasn't like, <laughs> who wasn't like raised and steeped on this, did, did, did you ever have that moment where you were just like, did, what, the fuck i feel like i'm living a fever dream uh no nah, i think it's like i don't know anna might be the same i don't there's some things became like exotic to me yeah like certain parts of american culture like i'm just so into because they were just they were so absent from my house yeah that i was like oh shit what the f- christmas lights like that because i wasn't really you know like my house my house wasn't really like that very festive or anything like that yeah so that i think brought something out of me where like now like i'm just like i'm i'm fucked up now and i need mm. all the tropium i can get mm. give me that tropium Anna, where how, how about you mm. um yeah i mean i i just I, I don't really normally watch christmas movies or any movies without arnold schwarzenegger <laughs> danny devito or tim Fair. allen but um yeah i watched this one because you know i'm a fan of mary hall and i think she's really funny and i think the majority of the joy from the film outside of forcing a woman back you know you know it was just like the, the concept of forcing someone back in the closet was tough but yeah. um i did uh i did enjoy the casting of allison brie as like the older uptight sister so who perfect. just so funny the way she's like i'm sloan 
and then turns away, like does right. not even ask right. what her name, what Kristen Stewart's right. name is. And then like Mary Holland, biracial family. <laughs> yeah. The, yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the, the kids, you know, they're just so right. good at everything. And then like Mary Holland as just the sister who's only around to fix the Wi-Fi. Like, it's just like the, I thought Mary Holland like really yeah. brought some real joy uh, into the, uh, the movie and I, I mostly I watched it because there were great like comedic moments like that. Yeah, yeah, those keep you around. What's Mary Holland most known for? Like I know her as part of Wild Horses and but like what would our listeners uh, who aren't? Oh, uh, like, she's known improviser. Yeah, comic I mean, actress. Like, she was as the wife of Jonah right. for right. Um, yep. Yeah. But also, anyways. Mary Mary Steen. Steenburgen? Steenburgen. Oh, oh I love her. As the she's mom. She's so great. And she's Aubrey great. Plaza is like, oh, I, great. I haven't really been watching a lot of her work since part the Parks and Rec days. And so like, the, I haven't seen a lot of her where she's uh, not like putting forward a, uh, a vibe of like misanthropy and like, I hate everyone. And she's mm-hmm. so good and likable. It, like in this role that like, I don't know, I could see her, I could see a career for that kid. Uh, <laughs> it, it, hey, yeah, keep tabs on that one, huh? Yeah. Um, but all right. Well, uh, that is, that is Christmas movies, guys. Um, Yay. Die Hard is one of my faves. Uh, again, one where Christmas is just kind of the, yeah. the background. Can I do an honorable mention? Yes, mm-hmm. please. Uh, because it's kind of terrible and also at the same time, like, just the, in, it's called Noel. It came out in 2004, uh, directed by Chaz Palminteri, uh, oh, yeah. stars Whoa. Penelope Cruz, Susan Sarandon, Paul Walker, RIP, Alan Arkin, um, and Robin Williams. And, uh, and Robin Williams is uncredited. You have to watch to find out why. Oh wow! But uh, oh. I recommend it. It's about a the film centers centers on a bunch of strangers who all meet at random times by because of a series of random events on Christmas Eve or uh, in New York. I don't really know fully the plot. I can't yeah. recall off the top of my head. But I remember watching it. I know it was weird. It didn't have Arnold Schwarzenegger, Tim Allen, or Danny DeVito in it. <laughs> oh, so I was man. a little confused at first as to what was going on. Up. Yeah. Right. And, you know, I called my father and was like, I've done something terrible. <laughs> but, uh, I, uh, yeah, I it's uh, it's an interesting holiday movie with it feels very much like a Hallmark film, but that has all these stars in it and is directed by Chaz Palminteri. Um, I have to b- before we go, actually, I do want to get everyone's thoughts on Love Actually, because that does seem like it's the worst shark test of uh of Christmas movies that like some people love it. Some people are I like, I'm very indifferent to it and think the writing is bad. Um, mm. but it is like real syrupy goodness in terms of all the Christmas toppings. Right. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't mind it. It's her yeah. majesty's favorite one hands down. So yeah, I got to It's obligatory. But then whenever, whenever we watch it, we're like, yo, these people are fucking trash though. Right. Like, real yeah. talk. Like these are fucked yeah. up. People. This is not good. This is all yeah. bad. Like he's mistreating the fuck out of her. And yeah. it's just like, you know, there's shit like that, but what move, like, you know, you can be real about any movie uh, yeah. and, and find all the bullshit, but I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't feel strongly either. I'm pretty ambivalent when it comes to love actually. Yeah. 
It does feel like the most. Uh, it, it feels like a Christmas song. That that it feels like a yeah. And that is a theme, like in one of the stories. Well, Christmas is all like around it. us, and yeah. that's the way it yeah. goes. I've actually never seen it because it has the word "actually" in it. So <laughs> you feel like you're being yeah. mansplained too. No, I haven't seen it, and I probably never will <laughs> because I it's love, can't actually, bring myself actually. to care about anything. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Though, I mean, the other cool thing is like I I remember not watching it for years and then rewatching. I'm like, yo, all these people are in Game of Thrones, <laughs> <laughs> and being like, yo, I thought he was just some bullshit. That yo, is that true. motherfucker in Game of Thrones now. Like, yo, he did his thing. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, all right, guys, thank you, uh, thank you all for joining us to talk to talk <sighs> about holiday yes. movies uh, as we approach the holidays. We are going to be back uh, every day uh, that isn't Christmas Day or New Year's Day. This, every uh, day. Hopping on these mics. This week and next week every to uh, <laughs> to tell you uh, we're, we're going to do some year-end stuff. We're going to do some yeah. holiday stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. You know Santa uh, University is coming, yeah. too. Oh, we can't, hell can't yeah. can't quit you guys for that long. Uh, <laughs> got to leave you. Can't quit you. <laughs> Been a been a long time. Academy Award. Shouldn't have left you with <laughs> without a dope beat to step to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beautiful. What is that That's from? I can't quit you. Uh, it's uh, from that Mountain. song, Brokeback Mountain. Oh uh, right. Uh, I wish I could quit you. And then like <laughs> a thousand uh, bad jokes about Brokeback yes. Mountain. Precisely yeah, referencing <laughs> Brokeback Mountain. Yes. Um. All it's right, my guys. Uh, favorite movie. That is that is right, isn't it? She'll Perfect. fucking she'll I, I I say this every time. She'll ride to the ends of the earth for that. Movie. <laughs> Good movie, and great movie. She'll fuck up a whole panel she's on to just co- like <laughs> commandeer it and then talk about how good Brokeback Mountain is. And it's like we were here to talk it's about, about the, the impact the of like wave. Kurosawa's like cinematic <laughs> aesthetic on like subsequent genres. Uh. And she's like, yeah, yeah, but Ang Lee, I don't know if you've seen the story, is of two men. That's okay. why you have such con- that's why you have such uh, patience for me and my like coal gas study and like repeating the same JFK <laughs> conspiracy theory every time. Well, that's how like, I show yeah, my love. No, I'm like I that's... have to give it space. Yeah, gotta let it ride. <laughs> love, that's how I love him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, Merry Christmas. Uh, watch watch some uh, trash. Whoa, Christmas whoa, movies. Merry Christmas! What the happy oh, holiday? Oh, We're saying Merry Christmas again. Whoa, hey, if uh, yo, if you don't like saying Merry Christmas, you don't have to watch. You can just yeah, not get watch. Out out of here, Joe Biden. <laughs> uh, happy holidays, guys. And we're back tomorrow with a whole nother uh, holiday end of year episode. We'll talk to y'all about it. Bye.